The people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. Master Jamie surged to the front. He raced away from deep breath. Namazu Bullfinch is late. Master Jamie, the leader, getting up on the inside. Sabarnabas. Master Jamie in front. It's a local win on the Rocky Cup. Master Jamie beats Sabarnabas. Bullfinch third. Then we've got deep breath. Further back in the field, Namazu. Sale over As Russell Leonard said, a local win in the Cup there on Saturday, the Rockhampton Cup, going to Master Jamie, uh, trained by Graham Green. Bubba Tilly in the saddle, wrapping up two great days there of racing there at Callaghan Park. Of course, on Friday, Dr Zeus for Noel Callow and Daryl Hansen took out the new market. As we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab, rounding up all of the country news and lots of news to recap from uh, what was a big weekend of racing. Rob Luck is with us to recap on all of that news and plenty more. G'day, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Tony. Good morning, uh, listeners. And, and great to hear that win of Master Jamie. Tony, what an advertisement he's been for the March. Uh, cutest yearling sale, now a five-year-old by Poet's Voice. And doesn't Bubba Tilly rise to the occasion, Tony, when it comes to these uh, Cups races and the association with Master Jamie? I still remember the win on VJ Day and the Country Cups, but the big-time races and, and Bubba's there and uh, riding extremely well. Yeah, doing a great job and well done to the Rockhampton Jockey Club for their, uh, well, I guess three big days of racing. They had the Tab Newmarket, I should say the Tab Calcutta on the Thursday. The big lunch there was uh, a sellout and uh, very popular. Willie Pike was the, uh, the guest speaker there. Uh, WA Pike was only able to ride one winner on the Friday program and it happened to be Pikey in the last, taking out the Ken Russell Memorial with uh, Argyle for Tony Gollan. Uh, Tony was able to uh, rack up a double on the Saturday program. Uh, and William Pike backed up there with a race-to-race -race double in the opening part. So I suppose you can say he had a hat-trick the last race on Friday, the first two on Saturday. Uh, but uh, I guess Robbie Frab was the jockey of the carnival. He had a treble on the Friday program and then a double on the Saturday. And uh, Toby and Trent Edmonds also um, had a fairly big weekend. I think a double on the Friday and I mm. think another winner there on the... Uh, on the uh, Saturday, if I've got that uh, right. But uh, there, was, there was a fair bit of local uh, situation as well. But uh, with that sort of prize money, it's going to always attract the visiting trainers. And, and Tony, having that guest there, like Willie Pike, really is a draw card. And I noticed Bundaberg with their big um, Lindsay Brothers Cup meeting coming up. They've got Tony Gollan, Ben Thompson and Steph Thornton coming up uh, to their Friday occasion. Yeah, it's great to see that uh, the uh, getting to see some of those big names get it going out to uh, some of these the country carnivals and they'll be certainly very well received at their big lunch coming up. And want to give mention as well, Rob, uh, Bow Desert Cup Day for the Gold Coast Turf Club with the meeting at Aquas Bow Desert on Saturday and the cup there was taken out by Lemon Duchess with Jasmine Cornish riding for Dad Greg. Uh, Luke Dippin and Jazz Cornish also picked up uh, riding doubles there at the program on uh, Saturday at uh, Bow Desert. Want to make mention also last Tuesday, uh, the uh, meeting at Townsville. There was uh, NQ Cup Day. Macaro successful there for Lacey Morrison and Charlie Hoffman. And the Townsville dollars going to Palencia for Rachel Shred and Roy Chalemi. And out of the Mount Isa program yesterday, great to see Outback Racing uh, showcase yesterday right around the country on Sky Thoroughbred Central. And well done, Andrew Watts, with his job uh, calling there yesterday. Jeff Felix and uh, Dan Ballard each riding doubles. And Jay Morrison, Denise Ballard with doubles as well. 
Yeah, a couple of impressive um, horses coming through that particular meeting. And as you said, that's the first of these Monday meetings with the Barcalder one that was washed out. And then we have one coming up at Longreach Blackall uh, later in the year and next year. Um, but Cato for Jay Morris is a very impressive horse going well up there. This Statue of Liberty with three wins, two placings, its last five. And then it was a race-to-race double for Jay with La Force and Rick McMahon. Uh, two wins, its last two runs and positive tension for Denise Ballard, I thought stood out as a nice uh, winning run and just to quickly update from that meeting the trainers premierships uh, now is even Stevens are dead heating at, at the top Tanya Parry with 50 Todd Austin with 50 with a couple of weeks to go about three I think and Rick McMahon sitting on 46 wins over Dan Ballard after that double with 40 then Brooke Richardson and Jeff Felix on 37 so it's going right down to the wire in the premierships Tony we had plenty of racing over the weekend uh, Esk had an eight race program on Saturday home Hill was Drover's Cup Day with five races there for the Burdekin Race Club and a bumping nine race program at Bassett Park on the sand at Roma for the uh, the Roma Turf Club program there on the weekend and one jockey was certainly the star of the show. Plenty of ticker out three wide Old Town Road getting to the outside to run on Rasmus Ramtastic the widest runner and Trommel Shagan looking for a run down the inside was Matt in front plenty of ticker out after it Ramtastic right down the outside was Matt with a kick was Matt in front and was Matt wins 400 metres to travel as they circle Nictus grip quickly up on the outside of Sherwood Prince piracy gone Minted comes to the outside and Tycoon Thunder back on the inside but Nictus Gip gave him the slip inside the hundred got about three on Sherwood Prince and Minted and it's all the top weight Nictus Gip Nictus Gip wins his life by four lengths Jockberg's Prince to the lead inside the 250 as they circle put about four lengths on Avoca quickly running on then is Shijin down the outside trump me but it's a one-act affair down past the 100, Jockberg's a mile in front. Jockberg's going to win by the best part of 12 links to Avoca. 200 metres to go, it's Philae the inside. Salazar, Chester's Angel has been an enormous run. It's still there. Philae, Chester's Angel and Salazar. Philae, too good. Beat Salazar, Chester's Angel. About four or five links back to Zab. Rob, for our next guest, that would bring back some great memories of what happened at Bassett Park Roma on Saturday. Nine rides for four wins, three seconds, a third and a fifth is a fantastic day at the office. You're not wrong, Tony, and I think it's the impressive part is the uh, the placings as well as the, the four wins, but it's becoming a common habit of our young jockeys being able to do this of late, and we uh, welcome to the show this morning Soraya Champkin. Good morning to you, Soraya. Congratulations on a fantastic Saturday. Thank you very much. What was the feeling like by the end of the day? You got a sequence of wins uh, there at the uh, at the end. Were you starting to think, well, this is this run's got to come to an end shortly? Yeah, no, it was it was a really good day. With like, I had nine rides for the whole day, and all of them were really really good rides for a bunch of lovely trainers and owners. And um, yeah, no, sort of. I think after Jockberg, I was like, you know, I'll, you know, if I leave, it's it's got a good chance. But you know, there's some other nice decent horses in the run. Um, but, yeah, no, Philae got up as well, so it, it, it just topped off the day for me. 
Just before we go through the uh, the wins that you did have and how the day unfolded, I said to you in a message, Sir Ryan, I also said it to someone on Saturday night, I was so happy to see that success for you at uh, Bassett Park at Roma there on the weekend because uh, I was there Roma Cup Day and that was not a day that you would really care to remember too much. Uh, you didn't even get on, into, out onto the track uh, with that incident in the enclosure that put you in hospital. Yeah, yeah, no, that... Um uh, they, you know, that one definitely ruined my day. I think that yeah. one ruined the rest of my year, actually. Yeah, so looking back at that, uh, yeah, you sort of be looking back. It's not a case of, you know, well, I, I don't really want to ever go back to Roma, but, yeah, you sort of put that behind you and it's time to then turn the corner. Well, you've done that well and truly into 2022. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's been a good, a good track to me, that track now. Yeah, it's the best way to bounce back and it's an, an easy way to cover the results of Roma. Just look at uh, your day out there and, uh, of course, you kicked off with those uh, consecutive seconds, uh, Schnitz Creek for Benny Waldron behind Rising Spirit and you had Stepping Stone for Shane Iverson uh, behind yeah. Nevrom Lion. That got the day going, but uh, we heard the call of Wasmet. Um, and I saw this fellow win at Bar Calden, won its maiden, uh, this mare by Helmut. Um, it was pretty impressive that day. How did you think the run went on Saturday for Wasmet? Yeah, no, look, I think she's a pretty neat little horse. Um, and, you know, Ben's a really great trainer. He knows what he's doing. And um, I think, yeah, no, that 900-metre race really suited her. She's um, sort of just a jump-and-run horse. And when you want her to go, she'll go. Um, yeah, she's just too good for them out there. Yeah, she's got a bit of ability, I think. Uh, now the yeah. two wins in place twice uh, in the last four starts. So uh, that got the ball rolling. Uh, you only had one unplaced ride for the day, which is an amazing record out of those nine rides. Like a special for Pat Webster. That was behind Dynamic Verse. It took the cutest uh, money and the cutest benchmark, 60. Yeah. But then you bounce back. Oh, sorry, you bounce back with a third with Curic behind Sabuli. Uh, yeah. Then another second, all in all, behind Rocky Poet. And then the wind started to really flow. Nick the Skip, now he's a good open company horse. He seems to be back back to his best uh, at this stage, Soraya. Yeah, look, he's a really nice horse, Nick. I think he's got a lot of ability, especially for out at those, um, you know, bush meetings. I think he sort of just outdoes those bush horses. Um, and again, like, you know, Shane also knows what he's doing. And I think a lot of Shane's horses out in the bush are pretty hard to beat. Yeah, and uh, he's got three from five at the track as well. And we heard Jockberg. Well, he's been a proven horse. I think he made the Country Cups final last year. And two from two at the track for Pat Richardson, uh, winning here at his last start over Evoca and Shijin. Well, you couldn't get much bigger margin. That was an armchair ride on Jockberg. Yeah, no, Jockberg, he's a real nice horse. Um, I really like that horse. And again, Pat Richardson, he's been really good to me um, ever since I started. But no, that horse, I think that horse will win, win a Roma Cup, that one, personally. Well, keep your eyes on that down the track uh, coming up in November. And for Lave or for Lave, uh, John Patterson, um, that again made it a comfortable win in the other 1640-metre race over Salazar and Chester's Angel. And it's been uh, it's been going around out this way as well and uh, probably due for the win on the weekend. Yeah, no, he's a really nice horse, that horse. He's just, I found he was a bit of, he's a one-pace batter. He just keeps bat battling on. So I sort of wanted to get him up there on pace and, and get him going. He still doesn't, you know, he's not 100% confident in going forward, I found, um, but he was really confident on that day and he really wanted that win, so it was good to get it for John. Now, I love asking all apprentices, they know how many wins they've had, and this would have really knocked the uh, three-kilo claim around, surely. Uh, four winners on the day. What's your total number of wins now, Sir right? Um I'm actually, I, I, funny enough, I'm actually not entirely sure. I think I've had about 
10 or 12 now. I could be wrong, okay. but I, I could, I'm, I'm somewhere around there. <laughs> Yeah, usually you guys uh, manage to keep that down to a T, those numbers. But uh, you're based in, with Tony Sears in Toowoomba. Just tell us a bit about your background, Alyssa's, uh, with your background. Has it always been a horse-related background with you? Um, yeah, no, I've always been into horses ever since I was younger. My mum was probably put me on a horse before I could remember and I was out at pony clubs and into schools and doing a couple of um, competitions interstate here and there. Um but I probably wasn't really good enough at the time to do it as a profession and I had a bit of need for speed. So I um, sort of jumped in the direction of, of working as a stable hand and getting into the racing industry there, which was down at the Gold Coast. Um, I was just sort of working on the ground as, as ground staff for a couple of stables down there and then I got the, um, I guess, the need for, or the want for riding um, racehorses. Um, and then... Yeah, I sort of, I, I got a lot of help off of Tegan Harrison and Ben Hull and um, Tony Newing and Stacey Newing and, um, you know, that sort of just set me up. I um, Yeah, then I come out to Toowoomba and I started becoming apprentice to Tony Sears. And uh, how long into the apprenticeship are you now? Um, almost a year in, but not quite, but I've had I've had a bit of time off from, from that injury. Yeah, uh, and how many tracks now is that that you've ridden at, roughly? Oh, probably about 10 or 12. And the country circuit, um, how wide do you go with your travel uh, on the country tracks, all right? Um, I think I've probably gone about as far as Augustella. I think that's probably the furthest I've ever gone. Um, but I'm, you know, Tony, he just tells me, you know, you're, you're not going to get any experience from driving to the closest track. You're going to have to go out there and, and ride at those bush meetings because they're the meetings that you're going to learn at. So I sort of just head wherever I can get rides, I guess. And I guess that's the beauty of it too. There is that uh, sort of experience that is available to you and then being able to, to interact with others, uh, other jockeys there. You know, someone like Jason Hooper uh, is going to give you a little bit of advice when you do ride at somewhere like a, an Augathella and then it's going to be somebody else when you ride at Gundawindi. It's handy to be able to, to gra grab those kind of experienced heads and get a little bit of inside info as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, Hannah Richardson's helped me a lot um, with my meetings. Um, every time she's there, she's always happy to give me advice and I probably probably annoy her sometimes because I'm always like oh you know what have I done wrong or you know what can I work <laughs> on and yeah no they're always all those senior jocks out there they're very helpful I don't think there's anything better in sport to basically having a coach uh, on the job on the day uh, in, the, in your case uh, at a race meeting yeah no it's really really helpful it's great where are you off to this week uh, Gundawindi full, full book at this stage uh, no, not at this stage. I, I haven't actually um, jumped around too much and had a look for rides, but I've got one for the boss out there. So exciting weekend, hopefully. Well, as we always say, success breeds success, and I'm sure people are going to have a look at the jockeys that are available, and then they'll look back and see, well, how did this last go last weekend? Holy smoke, look at that. <laughs> yeah. We'll throw her no. on. She can ride a winner or two. <laughs> and... How's how's it feeling in how's it feeling in Toowoomba with the weather at the moment? Does it make you think this is the right career to be in when you've got to get up so early and do all that work in this weather? Uh, look, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person in general, so the cold weather just tops it off for me. But um, but no, it's good because you you've got a nice a whole bunch of nice horses to ride and you've got nice people to work for and everything, so it makes it all worthwhile in the end. Yeah, certainly days like last Saturday make it all worthwhile. Congratulations again on your wonderful day there at Roma and. Thanks for joining us here on Bushby to recap on that this morning. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. No worries. Thank you so much for your time.
Siraj Hamkin joining us on Thanks. Bushbeat this week. Uh, great to be able to uh, catch up with her to uh, reflect on that big day at Roma on Saturday. Rob, I'm just uh, dialled into uh, Siraj's stats so she can keep tally of things now. 75 starts, 10 wins, 9 seconds and 14 thirds. So 10 wins and 23 placings gives her a uh, win strike rate of 13%, but an impressive 44% place strike rate. Yeah, I think people would be keen to uh, or happy to have her on uh, horses coming up this Saturday and it won't be long before that three kilo claim will go down to two, Tony. I just love the way how these young jockeys um, talk about uh, how nice a horse it is, the, the, the nature of the horse uh, that they ride and the association they have with certain uh, runners that they're on. Yeah, yeah, they've got a real affinity for some of these ones that um, they become their favourite horse until they win a feature race on the next favourite horse. But certainly great to be able to uh, to celebrate that success for, with Sabri there from the weekend at Roma. And I've got to give kudos as well to the Roma Turf Club. They took a look at uh, the bumper nominations that they had. There was something like 130-odd uh, that were nominated. And then not only did they talk to Racing Queensland about getting a couple of races split and make it into a nine-race program, but then also sent the word around to as many of the trainers and connections as they could leading into Acceptances Thursday, saying, please accept, we need the big numbers here so we can split it. And I think that's the first time Roma Turf Club's ever had a nine-race card. And it continued on, of course, didn't it? Uh, you, well, you've got Cairns coming up today. What have they got, 11, 11 races or 10? Yeah. And uh, Esk on the weekend uh, had the eight, so there was obviously a couple of splits there, and, and kudos to the clubs, as you say, and uh, Racing Queensland, and Esk is another case in point, Tony. Esk on the uh, the weekend uh, had, uh, well, uh, shared honours, I suppose you can say. There weren't any multiples, eight races, eight winning jockeys, eight winning trainers. Across the board, the results there um, at Esk on the weekend. Um, I'm not sure there was a feature race as um, as such for the meeting, uh, but as you said, shared honours. It kicked off with Stephanie Sixtus and Chris Meehan with Lively Lass, the Danerich uh, six-year-old mare win number four over Haunted House and I'm Hinchable in the benchmark 50. Then it was followed up by... Now, Mark Curry, that stable's had a great weekend. They had a winner in Brisbane whose name I've just escaped me, but he had a winner in Rocky as well with Mill Rosser and he had a winner at Esk with Peachy's Dream. Two wins, two seconds. It's last for the, for the Dreamer head mayor over Murata and Fox on the Rocks. And then Ultra Instinct for Tom Maloney and Kelly Gates had the second run for the stable and got up over Goddess of Dreams and Taboo, which is a Mark Curry-trained runner as well, a place-getter there for the team. Meron Diva for Ben Ahrens, the Instinction three-year-old filly. I think there was a couple of Instinctions across the board on the weekend. One over Saniki and also Muzzle Lines into third in the uh, maiden plate over the 800. And in fact, I think the one thing about the S meeting, Tony, too, was uh, I think the first five, four races were all over the 800-metre dash, so that would have been a spectacle in itself. Then we had the benchmark 55 or Express Dragon for Kevin Kemp came off a of Gladstone placing two back. The Hidden Dragon got win number two over Regal Eyes. It's uh, changed stables now. Neil Hocking to James Wanless and uh, Whistling Ruler into third place. And in the benchmark 55, we had Mawarid for Glenn Richardson and Alicia Donald. Um, second again to Rich's last run, the five-year-old by one Gina, defeating Whistling Arrow on quarter pass. Cutest money going off for John Thompson and Noroyuki Masuda on um, John D. Allset. The better than ready, another better than ready winning, defeating Motion Sensor and Simply uh, Rose. And in the Class B over the 1,200 metres, a win for the Crowman, Matt Crop. Of course, that team travels far and wide. Now, two wins.
wins the second its last five for the crewman Mininette Kennedy on another poet's voice there's a double and of course we mentioned Master Jamie before he's a poet's voice uh, good to see that stallion firing two wins now for the crewman over Mama Media and Credible we lost the Elfricombe picnics uh, on Saturday. There's been some races added this Saturday to Blackall and also to Longridge coming up on uh, Saturday week. But the other meeting to check out of the weekend was Drover's Cup Day at Home Hill. And great to see that the Drover's Cup was uh, honouring Ray Tapiolis. Uh, we lost Ray uh, recently and uh, great to see the social media comments that were posted. And that feature race, the Drover's Cup benchmark 60 handicap over the 1830. Georgie Holt and Isabella Tay combining with Nora uh, won at Bowen at its last run, the all-too-hard mare. It's really in form and enjoying this sort of distance. This was the 1830 metre uh, handicap defeated Springthorpe and Mephasta. Uh Dawn Strike for Joanna Hassett and Jeff Felix. And uh, I'm pretty sure I saw Jeff had a lovely post up as well in relation to um, uh, Ray Tapiolis, as did Pietro Romeo. There's such, such a real good uh, feeling about that meeting on the weekend. And uh, Dawn Strike got up over Touch of Barley and owned up. And mentioning Pietro Romeo, he rode for Megan Purvis in the Ray Tapiola's Class B handicap over the 1,000, the race named in Ray's honour, uh, and Zakira uh, taking that win over Morungal and Yubulu Princess. This is a prince, of, a pride of Dubai, four-year-old mare. Come to the uh, cutest maiden plate for Coringal Park and Purple Hat, uh, cutest money going to Terry McGovern and Wanderson de Villa riding uh, Purple Hat. The furnace is three-year-old filly, too good for Vista General in a tight finish with Anya Skates in third. And centre fear for the informer Olivia Cairns uh, stable and uh, good to see a Moody Bay running a great race in the new market at Rocky, only beaten two lengths. Of course, the winner of the Battle of the Bush. But uh, centre fear going well for Olivia. Scott Sheargold riding this one. Two from three at the track. A five-year-old mare by Stratum defeating MCG and uh, Rock de Caper. And as I mentioned, that feature race there, the Drover's Cup, well-named um, Nora for Georgie Holt and Isabella Tay wrapping up that meeting, Tony. With the uh, programs of racing this week, uh, following on from yesterday's uh, Outback Racing Showcase meeting at Mount Isa and then the Cairns program today, we're at Mackay on Friday. It's Mackay Newmarket Day. Gimby have a tab program on Saturday. Rob, uh, Blackhall I mentioned before for the Barco Amateur Race Club. It's Noel Allen Memorial Day. Bogabella Cup Day for the Gundawindi Race Club where uh, Soraya Champkin is going to be riding, racing this weekend. It's Hewenden Cup Day. There's also racing at Thangool. And not forgetting, they've uh, transferred that washout from last week at the Warwick Turf Club. That meeting is going to be held next Monday, the 18th of July. It was uh, due to be this weekend, Ingham Gold Cup Day, but we had that advice come through uh, a couple of weeks ago from Racing Queensland that the Herbert River Jockey Club program would not be able to uh, go ahead. And unfortunately, that meeting had to be abandoned and called off due to the track upgrade at this stage not being completed. But fingers crossed they'll be able to find somewhere down the track for that. And as I mentioned, with that uh, Ilfracombe meeting called off last weekend, a couple of races had to do uh, Blackall this Saturday, a 1,400-metre open and a Class 6 plate set weights over 1,050. And then the following Saturday for the Longreach Jockey Club, there's a 0-60 uh, to 60 handicap, 1,200, and a benchmark 55-1,400. All of those races at 8,500 prize money. Uh, so, yeah, nice to see that uh, there's the opportunity there to inject some of that prize money back into the region.
and looking forward to getting back behind the binoculars at Blackhall on the weekend, followed up by that uh, long-reach meeting, seven races, as you said, for both programs. Uh, any great news with country racing, just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, Tony, as we now start to tune into uh, that big program up there at, uh, at Cairns and uh, look forward to being back next week on Bushby, Tony. Good on you, Rob. Thanks for your help this morning. Good morning, dear. Good morning, listeners. Thank you to Rob Locke and Sarah Champkin for joining us on Bushbeat this week. Good luck to all of the clubs who are racing this weekend, and we look forward to reporting in on all of that for you once again next week here on Bushbeat on Radio Tab.